We're back on the podcast, and I've been so excited to get back on the airways with you guys. Um, I hope everyone's been doing well. I hope the last couple of weeks you guys have been crushing it. I have been so looking forward to getting back on the mic to talk about these relatable things that I think are important and what's been on my mind. So today is going to be like a mellow epi. It's going to be very zen. I'm in a very relaxed mood right now. I just took on some uh, Reiki and uh, I'm just, I'm so excited to be here with you guys. And uh, there's, there's a lot that's been on my mind. And you know what? I've been working through my own things, you know, working through the emotions, healing, growing, transforming. And um, it's been the most beautiful transformation here uh, within me. And um, I've always thought like, I want to make sure that I am ready to go and I have everything aligned before I come on. It doesn't have to be perfect, like I've said before in the last episode. Um, but, you know, I really just want to come from an organic place. I want to come from a natural place where, you know what, even if I was working through a trigger or something or whatever I'm going through, why not jump on the mic to, to show that I'm human, just like all of you, and to um, just make it as natural as I can. And, uh, and I'm just feeling great. So I wanted to, to share this energy with you like I always do to pass it on to you guys. Um, I'm at a high frequency right now and I'm relaxed. So it's, it's, it's beautiful. And I want to touch on a few subjects. I want to touch on these things that we both can relate on, you and I, who's listening. There are a few things that have been on my mind. So we're going to be covering a few subjects today that has been on my mind that everybody can relate on is trust. And I think a lot of people struggle with trusting. And I can under I can understand, I can relate. And um, I want to motivate and encourage people that it is okay to trust. And I've been there where it's been hard to. And I know what it stems from, from my experiences. And the experience of not being able to trust in any type of relationship, I feel. Um, is from past experiences, is from being hurt, is from having inconsistency. I think everyone deserves consistency in their lives with the type of relationships they have. And uh, I know what it's like to have inconsistency in my life. And it's not fun. And um, the things we go through can become regular behavior, which is, which is something to be aware of that we only deserve healthy consistency with love and connection. And uh, I just wanted to bring up that we've all been through highs and lows in life and tough times. And I really feel that any negative experience in our lives, there's always a positive to take away from it. And I know that might sound a little little weird, but it's, it's true to me, is that what can I learn? Because I want to always learn about every experience I go through. I really think that like, you know, for a lot of people, and maybe you who's listening, maybe it's hard for you to trust with anyone um, that, that, you know, whether it comes from any type of relationship in your life. And it's, it's okay. It's okay to feel that way, right? It's okay to, to, um, to feel guarded and to not feel uh, comfortable with opening up or being vulnerable or giving a chance to somebody as we may have gone through experiences where we've been burned or, or hurt consistently. And um, I think that as life goes on, and, and whether that's in your upbringing, your childhood, any years of your life where you've had inconsistency, it, let me just first say this, it was never your fault. It was never your fault. 
And that's where the challenge is, is because when we go through certain experiences of inconsistency, we can kind of adopt this feeling of like not feeling, like I said before, good enough, not feeling worthy, not feeling lovable, being hard on ourselves, right? There's all sorts of feelings and emotions that we can adopt and that can get stuck in our subconscious brains uh, and even in our bodies when we store trauma um, and pent up energy, all these emotions to where we, we, we just kind of feel like we're, we're not worthy. And I'm here to tell you that it's normal to feel all sorts of different emotions that we go through. But as we go on with life and the, and the experiences we go through with, with pain and um, being hurt and all that stuff, I, what I've learned from, from myself is this. It all starts, we kind of always look at the external and say, well, what if, you know, you know, people play the what if game, right? Well, what if, or what if they're not perfect? The person that, let's say, for example, you want to date, what if they hurt me, you know? What if the what if the answer is actually that you'll be fine though? I mean, we've got through it before. I've gotten through pain before. I've gotten through heartbreak. I've gotten through being hurt. I know what it's like. And but what if it's like? What if you'll get through it again if you put yourself out there? Um, what if I believe in myself? What if I just bet on me and gave it a chance? Because the thing is this: a lot of the times we can get guarded, right? And we can close up and not want to open up. And what I've learned is that not every person is the same on earth. With all the experiences we go through, we may have this, like our brain may like cause us to protect ourselves so much, right? Where we may fear the worst to happen. When's the shoe gonna drop? The unpredictability, the uncertainty of when something bad's gonna happen because of what we've gone through. And that's where, like the healing journey for me is I've been able to reprogram and rewire all those things in me to give people a chance and give people the benefit of the doubt. But really it's, you know where it starts though is what I've learned is it starts with ourselves. It starts with us before anyone else. How can I trust myself before anybody else? Because I know mistrust sucks and it's like, it's not our fault with whatever we've gone through, but it's, it really starts with ourselves as, you, as you're along your healing journey, if you are, um, if you're not, it's okay. But like for me, I have been on my journey and it's like, I have literally been focused on me to, to make sure that I can trust me. And a part of that is simply just giving back to myself everything that I've needed and more. What's been working for me is having a set schedule, right? Holding myself accountable each day to follow through for myself. You know, having an outline schedule to give back to myself, self-care, self-love, all the things that benefit my well-being, my emotional, physical, um, and mental health, and even my spiritual side. It's so important to take on these activities that we can follow through with in our schedules to give back. And the more we can be reliant on ourselves to do that, the more we can open up a bit. And it's all about trusting your intuition and gut with how you feel. You know, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily tell people, like I'm not telling you what to do, but I'm, I'm, I, what I'm trying to say is like, vulnerability is key in any type of new relationship. 
And it's not about like fully opening up right away. It's okay to gradually do that. But I think it's very important to gradually open up and taking a chance, taking risks, because we all deserve connection and love. And I'm talking consistent connection and love, not like inconsistent roller coaster, which maybe some of you have experienced. I have, and I know it. I feel it. I've been through it. And the more we look after ourselves first, the more we have boundaries, the more we look after our own needs, I think the better things will get. You know, I've, I've listed a couple things. I listed a couple things that I wanted to say on the podcast about trust. And the first one, there's a couple. There's like about nine things that I've listed, okay? And the first one was this. The first one was say what you mean and mean what you say when you follow through with that one person, whoever it is in any type of relationship. Uh, the second one, like I said, is being vulnerable. And that's gradually being vulnerable, I think, when you're comfortable and you feel like you can trust. The third one is admitting when you are in the wrong. I think a lot of people have a hard time with this and it's okay, it can, it can stem from your upbringing um, with maybe what you've gone through. But like, I think like the more we can hold ourselves accountable and be empathetic to others um, that we care about and love, that is important. It's important to acknowledge when we're wrong, holding ourselves accountable, being able to say sorry, to have empathy for the other person is very important. The fourth one is give the benefit of the doubt until proven wrong. It really goes back to the, the overthinking and the thoughts in the last episode I had is those false assumptions, giving the benefit of the doubt until proven wrong. You know, our brains can make up all these stories and, and, and we can definitely project onto other people. I, uh, I, I obviously don't think that's healthy and I've been there. And I know why, and it stems from my own past. And it's from being hurt, like I said. So it's really knowing and being open with the person you're with or whoever you have a relationship with, asking the question before making a final decision that that story in your head is true. So it's giving the benefit of the doubt until proven wrong. The fifth one is expressing your feelings even when it's hard. I know it can be hard. I know, but practice makes perfect when you can open up. And the more you can and with the person you feel comfortable with and trust, the more it will get better. And I think for both parties too, as you guys come together. The sixth one is matching your words to your actions. I think the more we communicate and say what we'll do and following through with it is huge. And it goes back to the whole having a schedule for yourself. If you follow through for yourself each and every day and you show up, there's no doubt in my mind you could show up for that other person. So it's practicing first with yourself and then leading into that on the outside of you, which is amazing. Seven, remember how important mutual respect is. It really is important to respect whoever we uh, have a relationship with, obviously. I think it's, it, it's being on the same page, you know, being on the same page, respecting each other's wants and needs. Number eight, being consistent. I think this is one of the biggest things. Be besides helping someone feel safe in any type of relationship, emotional safety is probably one of the biggest things. I think that consistency is another. It's, it is huge. If you're used to inconsistency and you get consistency, it can, you can, it can be very different and it can really scare you. And I get that. I've been there. But 
the more that we're consistent with ourselves, with the connection within us, and that we show up for ourselves every day, I really feel that it will be easier to, um, to adapt to someone else's consistency that they give you in any type of relationship. Number nine is it's honoring your commitment. So anything that you're committed to when you're on the same page with that person, it's honoring it and following through, like I said, in the, in the other um, listing. Another thing I want to bring up is it's, and, and I talked about sharing feelings, but it's, it's sharing feelings, not thoughts, right? How we feel. One thing that I think people have a challenging time is really saying how they feel and being open and vulnerable about it, right? So it's like talking about the tough shit, you know? It's like, hey, I feel insecure right now. Hey, I'm just feeling a bit jealous right now. Hey, I feel like, you know, I'm having a moment where I'm just overthinking something and, you know, I remember my experience in my childhood with this and I just don't feel good enough in this moment and I'm feeling triggered, has nothing to do with you. I'm telling you, the more we can open up, and I said this before in the last episode, the better things will be. And that's what someone you feel comfortable with. And it's hard for a lot of people. I've had people in my life that couldn't do it, couldn't show up to do it. And it's hard. It's like, I want to be able to do that with people in my life. The relationships in your life, I feel that you deserve that because it's going to build connection and trust. And the more we can do that, we can be honest with ourselves and the others um, outside of us. So the second topic I wanted to bring up is uh, faith over fear. So that means going from being worried about what might happen to being excited about what might happen, which really is only a mindset that is a shift away. It's something that it's something we all get caught up in. You know, it's it's looking to the future. It's looking to the future. And like I think that we all have to be so grounded and present in, in the moment. You know, I think it's really hard for us because, hey, I, I'm telling you, our brains are powerful. And I think a lot of the times when the fear kicks in, it's just from our past experiences and what your brain knows, which is there's that alarm in us, which I'm going to get into in the next subject. It's that alarm in us where it's like, whoa, we got to protect ourselves. Something might, Something bad might be happening. And it's like identifying those thoughts and identifying what it is that's causing you to fear is really important and feeling into your body. Feeling into your body is important. I really think that the more we show up for ourselves every day, like I said, showing up, doing things for ourselves, following through with it, the more you're going to be distracted with your thoughts too. You know, the more like for me, like I have a set schedule. If I'm not working and working on my passion projects, what am I doing? I'm going to be doing yoga. I'm going to be doing breath work. I'm going to be cold plunging, sitting in that sauna for a little bit too. I'm going to be journaling. I'm going to be jumping in the ocean. I'm going to be doing everything that regulates me, regulates my nervous system. Because the thing is this, it goes back to the inconsistency. What happens is if you're used to inconsistency in your past with certain relationships, the nervous system tends to fear trusting like it, it, it has a hard time trusting safety and really it, it as you become an adult you're not that you're not that helpless child you're, you are in control you have the power to make decisions for yourself nobody's gonna run your boat no one's gonna run your show you run your fucking show you're the director of your own movie 
I'm the director of my own movie. I make the calls here in my life. I can choose who's in my life and who's not in my life. I'm always going to show up for people who are in my life in a healthy way, healthy patterns, healthy habits. That's what we do here. That's what I'm doing for myself. And that's what I'll do for anyone that's in my life. And I recognize the things in myself where I've been programmed and conditioned a certain way because of what I've gone through. I'm fucking self-aware. Self-awareness is huge, guys. I'm telling you. But it's really knowing that, okay, your nervous system is so used to the, the, the shoe dropping, the, the inconsistency, the unpredictability, the uncertainty. So, and this is, I'm going right into the next subject right now with Dr. Kennedy. I really wanted to bring up his post. Uh, Dr. Russell Kennedy is who I interviewed in one of my episodes. We talked about anxiety and all sorts of things with the inner child. Our nervous system, if you've been through a lot of shit, inconsistency, our nervous system does not trust safety. And all we deserve is, it, it really is safe to feel safe. We deserve that, right? You deserve smooth waters. You do not deserve a, you, you do not deserve a circus or a roller coaster. We're not here at Six Flags. CG's not buying a ticket to Six Flags. CG wants to be on the boat with a calm lake, going across it for the rest of time with my relationships. And I'm aware of that. Okay. And I, I think it's so important to be aware that it's okay. And the more we regulate ourselves, I'm telling you, the more you can regulate your nervous system every day, the more you're going to be able to think clearly and to be able to um, trust and to understand what feels right and what doesn't. So I want to I want to move into this next subject with Dr. Russell Kennedy, and and I'm glad I just brought this up because it moves right into what I wanted to talk about with him. He just posted this, and it starts with "Here's the number one reason why people don't heal from anxiety." I just want to read what it says so you guys can understand. It's because you don't feel safe feeling safe. Your safety was taken away from you as a child. There is this automatic reaction that we have to replicate our childhood in our adulthood. He goes, it's the urge to do what was familiar to you in childhood in adulthood. If worry was keeping you safe as a child, you, keep, you will keep worrying. So worry, this is a big one. You worry when you're not worried. You worry because you're not worried. And I know that feeling. I know that feeling of like when things would feel safe and good in my own relationship, I'm like, this is like interesting. This is really nice. But when is the shoe going to drop? When is the chaos or when is something bad going to happen here? And that fear kicks in. And that could stem from anything. It could stem from abandonment, rejection, being chosen over, um, someone else finding connection over you, whatever you feel. When it's like, it's not, it's not really, it's not really me or you. It's just what the brain, the body, the inner child is used to uh, from their experiences. So he goes, and that is the number one reason why you won't allow yourself to heal from anxiety because you feel the worry and hypervigilance is actually what keeps you safe. Now that may have helped you as a child, but you're an adult now. You have a lot more choice. You're not a powerless, helpless child anymore. So you're able to make the decision to allow yourself to allow yourself to feel safe. Now, how do we feel safe? He says, 
Well, we find that child in us. And we talked about this on our episode. The child that is alarmed, which is the anxiety, abandoned and rejected. That child that had to mature too quickly. We find that that child and we show them we find that child and we show them that they're seen, heard, loved, and protected. That's what we do. That's how you heal from anxiety. And it's a practice. You can't just do it once and say, oh, well, my child feels safe now. That child has felt unsafe now for 10, 20, maybe 30, 40, 50 years. You're not going to overcome that in a week. You have to practice connecting with that younger version of you, connecting with that child, showing them that that they're being seen, heard, loved, and protected. That is how you ease the alarm, the anxiety. That is how you get to the point where you actually feel safe because until you feel comfortable with safety within, you can never heal from your anxiety. And the reason why most people don't heal their anxiety is that they have this comfort, quote unquote, and I put that in quotation, he says, marks with danger with worry, with hypervigilance. That's what they knew as a child. So they assume that so they assume that that's what's keeping them safe as an adult. It really is interesting. Because that's that's why I say like if if you notice certain patterns within which I have for myself, it's funny you can hear a kid in the background behind my place he's been playing in the pool so i think of like the inner child coming out right now so i was like yeah this is gonna be great if he pops up on the episode uh we can (laughs) we can give him a little shout out um that that it's it's really incredible like what our brains and what our bodies are used to from what we may have experienced in the past and the thing is this, it's being self-aware of that and working through it. So when that fight or flight goes off, where that bad thought kicks in or whatever you're triggered by, it's sitting still. It's sitting still and allowing yourself, really, I think this is what's helped me. <laughs> you hear? This is what's helped me, okay? And I think this can help others. I am fully connected with my feelings and emotions today. I've had to do that in my time of being alone, working on myself the last several months, I have gotten back to what I've always deserved. And that's connecting with my feelings and emotions. I've always wanted that. I've always wanted that growing up and I got it back. What I'm saying is this, what helps me, if my fight or flight goes off, my nervous system's like, woo, we don't feel safe right now, dude. The little Corey's like, hey, help me. I need comfort. I need love. I need safety. What do I do? I sit there and I put my fucking feet on the ground and I sit. I sit and I don't move because I'm not going to run away from the feeling. The thing is, I think a lot of people run away from the feeling of that uncomfortable feeling of that fight or flight kicking in where that little kid is just asking for just love and comfort and safety. What I do for myself, there's three things we can do and this is what helps me. I learn how to cry. I learn how to be there and talk to my inner child, but I learn how to cry and work through it because that's cleansing and that's healing. If you connect with that, you'll be great and you'll get to the other side of it. The more you practice this, the more it will kind of fade a bit and you'll be able to get through it. Crying is one thing. Breathing is another. Breathing. Breathing through it. Noticing it. Understanding it. Why? What caused this? It could even be your own thoughts. It could be something, right, of what triggers it. I think a lot of our thoughts can cause that. 
moving the body is another one. So you notice how in my day-to-day, I'm doing, I'm doing yoga. Yoga, moving the body that regulates yourself. I'm doing breath work. I'm breathing. And the more you can connect with yourself internally like that, where you're constantly regulating, you're going to connect with your feelings and emotions too. Give yourself a chance to cry. I think a lot of people today, and what society's taught people is that crying is for weak people. Crying is something that's a negative. It's a bad thing. I know, and I've experienced that feeling before. When I'm an empath, I can feel other people's emotions and energy. I can feel everything. And some of you may be empaths. You might be able to feel. You might be a bit more highly sensitive to things. And and that's okay. That's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. People may say that being sensitive is a bad thing. Oh, you're just too sensitive. Oh, you're just this and that. I think you're just you're you're overreacting. No, 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 no. I'm here to sit on my fucking mic right now to tell you that it's okay to be sensitive. It's okay to cry. It's okay to work through emotion and understanding it, feeling it, then releasing it. It's okay. I'm right here to have your fucking back right now. To the person who's listening, I have your back. If If you are a sensitive person, it is normal to feel that within you. Okay? So for me, like I said, It's important to cry. It's important to move through it and breathe. And the more you can adapt to it and get used to that, you're going to feel fucking free. You're going to feel free. You're going to feel like yourself. You're going to connect to that authentic self. You're going to connect to that highest vibration of you, your higher self. You are going to have a high frequency. The more you can adapt to it, that uncomfortable feeling, you can tolerate it. You can do it. The better you're going to feel and the better you're going to grow, the better you're going to heal, the better you're going to transform. Showing up for ourselves is an important thing every day. There could be great days. There could be really tough days. But the more you show up every fucking day, you're going to get better and better and better and healthier and healthier. That's what I do for myself every day. I don't take a fucking day off because I want it for myself. I not only just want it for myself, but I want those healthy relationships in my life. And there's certain things that have inspired me to do that. And um, I'm truly grateful for that. And um, I think we're all capable of it. I think too, and I want to be able to just go all over the place. And I think it's beautiful that I can. I think a lot of us have like these hidden talents and gifts within us that we might, we might not be aware of. I think we all are so capable of tapping into things that like that, that we've been given to that we just don't know of. And that's discovering it. That's trying out those new things that you've always desired to do, not caring what people think. Most of the things that, um, we are capable of, of leaning into are things that are of expression, expressing yourself. It is okay. It is okay to express yourself. Let me tell you one example. It's just a simple thing. In yoga, they have you breathe out loud. They have you sigh out a breath loudly. The old me would have a hard time doing it because I know I'd be criticized and shamed for it or it'd make people feel uncomfortable with who I was 
you know, who I would spend time with. But that's not the case anymore. I love expressing myself. I love sighing out that long breath at, uh, as I inhale to the exhale of that. I love expressing myself. I've always been deserving to express myself. And there's different, there's different things that I'm discovering in myself that I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come into that I, that I feel like God's given me. And I feel like you guys have that too. You have so much in you that you can tap into. And maybe you're, you're already discovering that. Maybe you haven't. And it's okay. It's totally okay. But I'm here to tell you that you have, you have things within you. There's no doubt that you can tap into that you may have not even known that you had. So the important thing is, is to take time to discover that and to try out new things. <laughs> Maybe do the thing you never thought you'd probably be good at. Maybe that's something that you're meant to do. Who knows? But giving it a chance is important. Giving it a chance is so important. Who cares what people think? Who cares what people say? The right people in your life will encourage you to do it. Just go for it. I'm here to say it to you, go after that thing you've had on your mind. What's that thing that you've been thinking of? Is there something in particular you've been thinking about? Well, if, if there has been something on your mind, I'm going to encourage you to say, go for it. Try it. And if it doesn't work, it's okay. On to the next. You keep going. You're meant to do great things in this life. And all this stuff's so important to be aware of. It's so important to be aware of. And trusting is important. Trusting ourselves first. Giving ourselves a chance. Holding ourselves accountable. That will lead to great things. And not everybody is the same from your past that may have hurt you. There might be someone who comes in unexpectedly and just fucking gives you everything you wanted and desired. You deserve that. You deserve all of that. Giving yourself a chance to give someone else a chance who actually deserves trust. You got this. You definitely got it. And there are going to be people that come into your life that want to bring the best out of you because they love you unconditionally. And I'm just encouraging you to give that chance if it does come across the table unexpectedly for you. And um, don't be afraid to be vulnerable. And I'm not saying, hey, open up right away. It's, it's okay. Gradually do it. I, I encourage that um, as long as you feel comfortable. And um, sometimes it takes time and it's okay. The right person will go at your pace. Coming down to this episode, I want to talk about I want to talk about uh, giving back. I love talking about this. Um, it's so important to remind you guys how important it is to me to give back. I want to talk about what I've been doing every Saturday. Um, every Saturday here in Santa Barbara, there's a farmer's market. And they got all sorts of great goods and, and great things to buy for to eat. Um, you know, it goes all the way from fruit to Different types of different types of things, like you can even see like flowers and stuff. There's so many beautiful things at this farmers market that's so organic and natural that, and everyone's so um, kind and friendly. You could see everyone's just happy as they walk through every Saturday morning. A tradition I do, <laughs> a tradition I'm doing now ever since I moved here, is I buy sunflowers. I buy sunflowers from this particular stand. And sunflowers mean a lot to me. Um, there's a particular reason for that. And, you know, I buy these sunflowers. And I think 
I'm going to give these sunflowers to somebody who I think deserves it and I want to make their day. So as I leave, if I see someone who's like homeless, I always trust my intuition and guidance with this, but if I see someone who needs uh, some love, I'll go up to them and I'll give them these flowers and make their day. And just people that I look at them and I'm like, maybe they need some love today. You know, I think everyone deserves to feel fully accepted. There was someone who had special needs. Um, this daughter of this, this, uh, these parents that were at the beach. I went to the beach and she looked like she was having a tough day. And I was like, you know, I'm going to give it to her. I'm going to give it to her. And <laughs> it totally turned her day upside down. And, and it was so cool to see how just one little thing, it could even be like a hello or hi or how are you. I think what I've noticed too is that um, in my experience is like not a lot of people engage when they walk by. And I think it's so important even to just say hi. Hey, how you doing? How you feeling? <laughs> Whatever you want to say. Um, I think it's so important to interact or to show people love. You know, some people need it. Everyone's going through something. And to be able to give those sunflowers to someone who's homeless or someone who has special needs, I think that it's like what my whole point is on that is just fully accepting people, no matter who they are and what they're going through. You know, people who have special needs or people who are homeless, they're no different than us. They're human. They're going through a lot of different things that we can all be relatable on in a sense. And, and I think my whole point with this podcast is to fully accept people for them. And I know what it's like not to be fully accepted. Um, and it's uh, it has nothing to do with me. And I think it's like... <laughs> It's, um, it's the thing is like, I think that that's such a big message for me to everybody who listens is to make sure to, uh, I think it's doing something nice for somebody. It's my friendly reminder to you to, uh, to, uh, go out and accept people. And it's, uh, it makes people's days to just, it will make someone's day just to, to be friendly and kind in some way. What it does is it, it makes things uh, contagious. If I can be some type of role model and example with that, um, I'm going to do it. And it's spreading love, kindness, compassion. Um, People need it. People need it. It starts with us filling our own cups up first. And then we can go out there in the world and do that for other people that that really need it. Um, So it's just a friendly reminder um, to maybe buy a thing of sunflowers or even say hi to someone walking by. I think it's very important. Just a little nudge for you guys. Um, the last thing I want to do is give a shout out to Ashton Silve. Ashton is a, is a professional boxer. He's someone I interviewed uh, early on in my journey. Uh, he's a part of Jake Paul's team. They just fought out in Dallas, Texas. And um, Ashton got the W. He's now 11-0. He got the body shot and he won. And I just talked to him. And I told him I was going to give him a shout out. So... Ashton, congrats, bud. You had a heck of a fight and uh, really happy to see him rise. And this is a kid who's, he's young, you know, and he's doing it. He's not letting anything block him. He's just going after what he loves. And him and his dad are a great duo and he's crushing it. And it's inspiring to see someone have so much success and to just, and to just go after what he, he loves. He's really talented at what he does. And, um, you know, shout out to Jake too. I think Jake had a, uh, <laughs> he, I think that, 
Um, Nate Diaz, he's a great fighter. He's, uh, he's obviously been a UFC fighter for a bit, uh, some time now, but I think Jake just like, you, you look at Jake and Nate Diaz, Jake was so much like he was, he came in in really good shape and, um, and he got the W. Um, I, I figured he would, and he's changing the sport of boxing and him and his brother Logan are doing great things with, um, Logan and pro wrestling and, and Jake and, uh, and, and pro boxing. It's really incredible what these kids, what these, I want to say kids, but because I'm older than that, <laughs> uh, what they're both doing for the, both sports. Um, these guys are so good at what they do uh, with, when it comes to business, when it comes to just performing when it's time. And uh, I congratulate the both of them. But Ashton, you are a rock star, man. I told you I'd shout you out. And uh, I believe in you, bro. Just keep going. And uh, you're going to keep winning and keep shining. No matter a win or a loss, you're going to keep doing it. And I'm proud of you. And um, I just wanted to show him love. So anyway, guys, I'm happy I could jump back on. And hey, I'm glad you could uh, join me for this space mountain ride. Like I've said, we're going to go in all sorts of directions. But I'm just going to flow free flow it. We're just going to go in all sorts of directions. And um, I just want to say how much you guys mean to me. Um, um, just keep crushing it. And if these, these type of episodes help, um, I'm happy to do them. Uh, one thing I want to say, one more, one more thing I want to say is um, if you guys ever want to shout out, if you guys ever want me to talk about a certain topic, don't be afraid to email me at one-on-one with cg at gmail.com. Would love to hear what your ideas are or what questions you want me to bring up. I would absolutely love to talk about what you guys have on your mind. If there's a particular subject, if there is something that, um, or even if you want a little shout out, give you a little love. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, Like I said before, I've been adjusting, adapting to my area with the things I'm going through and um, just always excited to jump on the mic to share the love, share some beautiful energy, and to pass on what may help all of you. Um, Have a great week, and I look forward to jumping back on the mic. I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care.